Hi, you're listening to the podcast of Victory Santa Rosa. We pray that this message encourages you on your journey of faith in Jesus. We have been going through our series called Design for Relationship. And this is our third week of the series. Right? So we are talking about relationship in a discipleship aspect of life. Sabi dito, relational discipleship. And uh, we, uh, we have discussed from the very beginning that says relationship of the Father, Son, and in other words, the Trinity is one of unity, community, and mission. Unity is because of what Christ did for all of us. Community, this is the community that God has provided for us. This is your church community. And if you have been coming here in this church, this is it. This is God's way of introducing to us that you are not meant to be alone. You have a community called church and we do have a mission. Our mission is to be able to share Jesus to the rest of the people that we will be journeying with. And this is why we follow last week we fellowship, and that's this week, and we fish. In other words, our mission is to be able to fish, and we will discuss that next week. What do you mean by fish, Pastor Carlos? So allow me to invite you to stand on your feet as we talk about fellowship with other believers this morning. Let's go to uh, Mark chapter 9, verses 33 to 50. But I will just be reading... 37 to 38 for our purposes, or 33 to 37 this morning. And it says, And they came to Capernaum, and when he was in the house, he asked them, What were you discussing on the way? This is Jesus asking his disciples. But they kept silent. For on the way, they had argued with one another about who was the greatest. And he sat down and called the twelve, and he said to them, If anyone would be first, he must be last of all and servant of all. And he took a child and put him in the midst of them, and taking him in his arms, he said to them, Whoever receives one child in my name, or such child in my name, receives me, and whoever receives me, receives not me, but him who sent me. Let us pray. Lord, thank you for the reading of your word this morning. I pray that we will have an encounter with you through your word. I pray that you will anoint the preaching of your word. I pray that you will align our minds and our hearts so that we will be able to encounter you through the preaching of your word and that we we are able to apply this in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. We are designed to relate and to have someone with us to journey so that you and I will be able to understand things. I call it, my wife, my children, I call them my side mirror in life. You know when you drive a car, tapos you have the, anong tawag yung nasa gita? Rear view mirror. That's my wife. My rear view mirror. Things I don't see. And the two side mirrors are my children. They point me to a direction and say, Dad, that's not right. Because there are things I do not see. No matter how 
2020, your vision is if you don't have someone with you to point you to a direction that will continually honor God, chances are you will hit bumps and turns that you don't want to be in. And so here this morning, as we are going through, we are designed for a relation. I want us to have that perspective. You cannot do things on your own. You're meant to do things with a community of believers. Now, having said that, there are also different kinds of personalities within the church community. In fact, my wife and I were invited to a party. The wife said, come to this party. Uh, we will celebrate my husband's birthday. And then my victory group or the Bible study group comes and celebrate with us. So join us. So we went. Cut the long story short. People arrive in the party. And man, that was a fun evening. The food was good. More than just the food, the fellowship was good. Looking at the table, looking at the participants of that evening, grabbing different personalities, and I don't know how they relate to one another. Merong malakas ang dating, merong walang dating, merong hindi dumating. Right? In English, some came late, nuts. Some are a little bit stronger in their personalities. Some don't have personalities, but they relate to one another. Amazing. And this group has been together for such a number of years that they just don't go study, but they have become friends. Actually, my point here is, my wife and I came out of that place thanking God and saying, this is a microcosm of what it means to belong to a church community. They're all busy people, but yet they're able to relate to one another. And that's fun. If you are not part of a victory group, my friend, and if you've been coming to our church, please be part. The only challenge is there are personalities involved that you might not like, and that is what we are going to talk about. Sabi ng ESPN, towards the turn, turn of the century, they made a list of some of the famous athletes in different fields. Meron dito basketball player, may boxer, my football, my baseball players, and, and, and there are hundreds of, 100 of them. Now, my whole point really is to give you this question. In these 10 players that's here, sino kaya ang nagsabi nito? Sige nga, sagot nga kayo. Who said this? Huh? Si Ali, yung babae. Ali, pabili nga ng ano. Now, Muhammad Ali actually mentioned this. In his poem, in other words, he said, even before he was famous, he said, I am the greatest. You put money to this guy because the rest we lost. This is his proclamation. Medyo malakas ang dating nito. No? Strong arrive in English. So let's journey with me. Journey with me this morning. With the disciples who have been with Jesus for at least three years. Because this is towards the end of Jesus' life. Right? And Jesus was teaching them. From day one, when they called them, come and be with me, you'll be my disciple. And Jesus has been teaching them from day one. And so imagine with me, for three years, he has been walking with these disciples. And towards the end, it says, 
Next week, by the way, I will die. I will turn myself to men who will crucify me. But don't you worry, on the third day, I will rise again. Now, if you are listening to your leader, he's gonna go to Hong Kong. What will happen? This, my friend, is the response. Kasi verse 32, sabi dito, let me just read what verse 32 says. Sabi niyo, but they did not understand the saying and they were afraid to ask question. When Jesus was telling them, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna die, right? They did not understand. So verse 33 is where we picked up. So on their way to Capernaum, they were discussing and it says, and when he was in the house, he asked them, what are you discussing on the way? Itong mga disciples, parang Pilipino. Like Filipinos, just like us. When you are being confronted, you will deny. What did you talk about? None. Right? Ano yung sinabi? Wala po. Just like, can we relate with the disciples? Parang ganun lang. Diyan, anong sinabi mo? Wala po, sir. Loyal, sir. Naintindahan mo, hindi po, sir. Parang ganun lang to mga doon. And then, but they kept silent. For on the way, they had argued with one another about who was the greatest. Sinagot ni Muhammad Ali. I am the greatest. Hindi po. Hindi po sinagot ni Muhammad. Mayabag lang talaga yun. Malakas. Ah, strong arrived. Yan. Strong arrived. Who was the greatest? And I was thinking, why would the disciples think about who was the greatest? Remember, there are 12 disciples. Three of them were a little bit special. Part of the inner circle. The nine, they're not part of the inner circle. Now, what would you feel, not talking about the disciples, I'm not talking about you. What would you feel if you are part of a group and you're not part of the inner circle? Jay-Z, what would you feel? He feels bad. Rightly so. So imagine with me, the nine Jay-Z's feel bad and the three Andes feel good. Okay? Because they're closer to Jesus. And so they were arguing. Ito yun, ito yun. Ako ang better. Hindi, ikaw. Bakit kayo sinama? Bakit hindi? Hindi, mas malakas ang dating ko eh. Mas magaling ako eh. Graduate ako sa ganitong school, sa green. Hindi, taga red, taga maroon ako. Hindi, taga blue ako, magaling ako. Diba? Merong banggian, merong sinong magaling. Now, imagine with me, sabi ko nga kanina, if your boss, if your leader is about to die, you would probably think, paano na to? Who's gonna take over? Okay? Responsibilidad naman natin to make it tuloy. The gawain of Jesus. Nuts talaga. Hihirapan ako. They started arguing about who is the greatest. Sino? Ano? And 
their idea of being great to follow through what Jesus did. In their mind, part of it is who would lead the Israelites to be released from the Roman Empire. Okay? They have no they still don't understand what Jesus was saying at the back of their mind. They still have that agenda that one day we will be released, we will be freed from the Roman Empire. Therefore, here's a guy who's gonna lead us all the way through. Now, it seems like very responsible. Now, is it wrong to be great? I don't think so. Right? Pero ang ganda ng sagot ni Jesus. Jesus had a wonderful, excellent response. It's, it's out of the blues. Because nga, in their idea of greatness was so different from the idea of greatness of Jesus Christ. Even for us today, greatness for us is on top all the time. Right? So it's not wrong to be great if you follow along with me this morning. Ito yung sagot ni Jesus. And why I said it's not wrong to be great. Sabi niya, And he sat down and called the twelve. And said to them, If anyone would be first, he must be last of all and servant of all. Greatness in the eyes of God, in the eyes of Jesus, is someone who's not lording it over to them. Sorry, di naman umabot, no? But someone who will serve his people. An upside-down concept of what greatness is all about. Today, if you have someone great in the eyes of men, I don't think he'll be able to have that mindset. He'll teach you to be the top and not the tail. And then, the other aspect that Jesus brought in is that he, he said, okay, and he took a child and put him in the midst of them and taking him in his arms and he said to them, whoever receives one such child in my name receives me and whoever receives this child receives not just me, but the one who sent me. Interesting. It started with the question of who is the greatest. He said, be servant. And then he brings a curveball, a left, left field idea that says, here's a child. Do you know that the child in their generation is a different, has different value on the generation of a child these days? In their generation, child is equivalent to of lesser value. When adults talk, child cannot talk. I grew up that way. You know, when, we, when I have uh, dinner with my grandpa, we cannot talk unless we're asked a question. And the question normally is, how's the food? Siyempre, ang sagot mo, good. And you cannot go beyond that. You cannot talk about stories. Zero. How is your school? Good. Kasi if you start talking, dami mo namang salita. Diba? Child has a lesser value than adults. But interesting, Jesus put it in the center of what they have done. 
What was he doing? He was changing the mindset of the disciples to look at people with value as Christ created all of us. Whether you have, you are, you have a strong arrival or no arrival at all. In Tagalog, malakas ang dating at walang dating. Pareho lang yan in the eyes of God. So let me bring in a point here this morning. The height of fellowship means we serve one another. How are we serving one another? Do we serve one another because we're expecting something? Or do we serve someone without any ex without expecting anything in return because that person has a value before God. At home, husbands, do you serve your wife without expecting something in return? I've been married to my wife the last 34 years. We'll be celebrating 35 years. I still serve my wife. In fact, this morning before I came here, I had to salop too big for my wife. That's just part of my job. I serve. And she was pushing, no, 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 don't be late, go. No, no. This is how I will serve my wife without expecting anything. You know, husbands, you serve because you're expecting something. Huwag namang ganyan. Ibibigay naman ni Mrs. yan sa tamang panahon. Beyond that, when we serve, sometimes we expect something in return. Kaya nagkakagulo ang ating fellowship within the body of Christ. Because we have preferential treatments. Eh, ito si, ano, si serve ko to. Ito, wag na lang kasi medyo not my type. Can you imagine if that's the way God puts value in us? I would probably be on the bottom. But in the eyes of God, equal. Pareho. Tingnan mo yung katabi mo sa kanan. Kanan, kapatid. Kanan mo. Hindi kaliwa. Yan, yan. Valuable yan. Okay? Valuable yan in the eyes of God. Right? So the heart of fellowship, we serve one another. And in our church community, this is what we want to have. That you and I will serve God and serve one another without expectation. When I was growing up, I would husk the floor. Alam niyo yung husk the floor? Social kayo eh, may polisher na kayo eh. Nung bata pa ako, hushed the floor talaga. Yung buko, hinati sa gitna. Tapos yun yung palisar namin. Ginagawa ko yun because I want to have an exchange. Because if I will not do it, I have no baon. Please ask your parents what baon means. Yan. Ano, ano bro? Naubusan ako eh. Huh? Allowance, that's right. Expecting an allowance in return. I serve. Not because I love, but I expect even from my mom. And that's the concept 
that we need to adjust a little bit. Whether my mom will give me an allowance or not, I'll serve. Why? Because that's just how I would love my mom. So that's the first inspiration or changing of mindset when it comes to fellowship. How many of you here goes to a small group or a victory group or a... a don't, don't raise your hands na lang. If you are not part of a small group or a victory group, please be part. You'll experience some of the greatest friendships you will have in this world. So verse 38 to 41, this segment is a different view. So after that, okay, the next verse, it says, ito si John, sabi dito. May nakitang, you know, he saw a different group who was um, doing the same thing that they were doing. And it says, But Jesus said, Do not stop him, for no one who does a mighty work, but nawala yung 38. Parang nadilit yung 38. A shortcut na, ayun ito, nandito. John said, na double click po pala, my fault, not your fault. It says, we saw someone casting out demons in your name. We tried to stop him because he was not following us. In other words, uy, my group would doon. They were doing the same thing as us. Pero they're not from us. Medyo may pagka-exclusive si John, ano? In Robinson's, our church in Robinson's, there's another church on the third floor. They're preaching the same gospel and they're doing the same thing that we do. Okay. How do we see them? Do we stop them? Do we badmouth them and say, Bangit talaga yung mga yan. Di naniniwala sa Holy Spirit yan. Tayo lang talaga ang true church of God. Medyo dangerous yan, kapatid. We are walking in a line that's not meant to be. Jesus said, for no one who is not against us is for us. For the one who is not against us is for us. In other words, come on, don't stop them. In the mind of the apostles, they're thinking just like you and me. When something is happening on the side that's better than us, that's growing, sometimes we start comparing. The heart of fellowship means we do not compare. Why? Because it's the same gospel that they're preaching. We don't compete. Sabi ko nga sa 9 a.m. kanina, eh si Pastor Jerry, ang dami-daming victory group, dapat dumami rin yung sakin. Competition in me. Eh dalawa lang victory group sa kanya, apat, kailangan dapat lima. Kaya mag-start na kami ni Mrs. Sarah sa Saturday. Okay, competition. We do not compete. We belong to the same body of Christ. And I want to be honest with you today. There are churches that's starting right now. And I feel like they should be stopped. Ako lang naman yun. And I realize, why? What's my motivation? I have to move on and say, Lord, ikaw din naman yun eh. They're reaching out to people I cannot reach. 
That's probably the mindset of the apostles as well. Are you with me this morning? We do not compete or compare with others. We bless and pray for them. In other words, when you come to church and we, when we fellowship with one another and medyo hindi mo type to, okay lang. Normal yan. But do not compete and say, hindi, mabaya mo yan. Akin na to. Sayin na yan. No. We pray and we bless. Some of the people that I talk to, they probably don't understand what I'm talking about. But do I reject them? No. Part of us would respond just like the disciples. But they're not with us. They're there. No. If they are not against us, they are for us. Verse 42 to 50. Are you following with me? Medyo shortcut, shortcut tayo kasi mahaba-haba itong scriptures na to. 42 to 50. Before that, let me ask you this question. Why is it difficult to relate with people? Why? Nahirapan ba kayo o ako lang? Parang ako lang, no? Parang kayo okay naman. Pero may kakilala kayo. Right? Meron kang kakilala. Nahirapan magipag-relate. Yun na lang ang isipin natin ngayon. May kakilala ka, kapatid. Nahihirapan magipag-relate. Bakit? Because there is no connect. Because takarito eh, takarito ako eh. Parang tayo ngayon, takarito ako. Tangkad-tangkad kaya ng feeling ko. Pero pag bumaba ako dito, ay, ang boy. Short pala ni Pastor. Kaya palang abudin to. But sometimes it's like that. It's just difficult to relate. And look at this guy. It's not easy to relate to this guy. Buti na lang may asawa to. Na-relate sa asawa. Kasi parang ako to eh. Parang matapang. Pero guwapo. Ha? Pag tinignan mo siya at saka ako, parang hard. Mga kapatid, ang tawag dyan, preferensya lang. Sa tingin mo, hindi mo kayang i-relate to. Kasi meron kang mindset eh. Ito lang talaga, ganito lang. Napakaboring naman ang pag-iisip natin, mga kapatid. Eh, kung lang lahat ng tao, kamukha. English pala to. If everybody looks like me, that's gonna be a boring world right here. Imagine that. Right? Ang lakayang naintindihan. Difficult. Yes. Given na yan. Why? We have different lenses for different people. Okay? So given yan. But because, and here's the clincher here, because you have experienced the grace of God, grace is unmerited favor, and we understand that the grace given to you and received by you carries the value and you understand how valuable you are before God. And it gives you a different lens when you start looking at people. Are you with me this morning? So verse 42 to 49. Medyo mabigat to because this is basically talking about sin. Imagine, sabi dito, 
whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him to, if a great millstone be, were hung around his neck and he were thrown in the sea. That's a Roman culture at that time. It's a capital punishment to put a hundred pounds cement on your neck, that's a millstone, and you will be thrown in the sea. Ma, grabe, no? That's their punishment. And yet Jesus said, if you cause this little one to stumble, capital punishment ang kapalit. Okay, medyo malakihan yon. And then it goes, if your hand causes you to sin, cut it. Grabe naman yun. Paano ako kakain kung right-handed ako? Hihirap nun. And then it goes, if your foot, cut it. If your eyes, pluck it out. Eh ako, palagi ako may kasalanan sa pagsasalita ko. Eh di, ano ko na, ang sorry ko, ang nangyari sa pastor. Ano, kasalanan si pastor. Hindi naman ako ang salita. Imagine that. That, my friend, is a various issue with Jesus. Eh, paano na lang? Siguro. Ako lang naman to, no? Kasi kayo, hindi kayo masyado makasalanan. Hindi masyado. Ako lang. Can you imagine? Magpipreach ako dito. Walang, walang kamay. Si Pastor, grabe daming kasalanan. Dalawang kamay na wala. Kasi hatid ako ni Sandra ito. Nakaupo na lang. My friends, the grace of God is really great. Would you like that? What is Jesus communicating here? I don't think it's all about cutting limbs. Because you know that in Deuteronomy chapter 14, verse 1, bawal actually to cut up yourselves. Bawal. But Jesus has a point here this morning. Even if you cut off your limbs, you are still a sinner because sin is a hard issue. You know, there was a guy, his name is Origin of Alexandria. He's one of the fathers of faith. When he encountered that verse, he actually castrated himself because he doesn't want to be te- tempted sexually. You know what? Didn't work. Why? Because sin is a hard issue. Sana finger na lang, no? Hindi. Hand, foot. But that's not the solution. The solution is that Christ provided that solution. And that's the declaration of Vince earlier. He's done it at the cross. He won the victory for you and me. Sin is the issue of heart. And I want to bring that up here this morning to remind all of us that this could be a hindrance for us relating with one another. We do not, and I want us to think about this right now as we close. We do not enable people in their sin. We don't also judge people of their sins. But we don't enable. What is enabling means? It says here, to enable sin is to embolden someone to continue in sinning. To empower his ability to sin or to make it easier for him to sin. 
I am playing a sport with other friends that I have. And they are so happy I am part of this group. Because conversation changes because pastor is here. Changes because I don't enable them to sin while we are talking about stuff. How are we in enabling our victory group members in their sin? There's a lot of abuses when it comes to things that we do in life. Do we enable someone in their sin? Enabling someone's sin is the same as indirectly taking part in that sin. First Timothy 5.22 says, Do not participate in the sins of others. In other translation, it says, Do not take part in the sins of others. Just a little warning for all of us here in this church. How are we doing when it comes to enabling someone to continue on sin. Why do I bring that up here this morning? Because of the next verse. It says, Salt is good, but if the salt has lost its saltiness, how will you make it salty again? In their generation, in their time, salt is used as preservative. Because they don't have refrigeration at that time. Never invented at that time. To preserve a meat, you put salt. What does that mean for us today? Do you know that when Jesus used this word salt, He's talking about you and I become a preservative for this world that we live in. Remember, we are designed for relationships. And when you look around this room, this is the church. This is the community that God has given all of us. And I am grateful that I belong to this church community. But in this church community also, we have differences. And that is why I'm taking a point, the angle of the heart of fellowship this morning. And that heart of fellowship goes like this. We serve one another without expecting anything in return because every person, say with me, every person is valuable to God. Look at the person on your left this time. That person is valuable to God. We do not compete or compare with others. We bless and pray. Can you Make that commitment. If you don't like that person, why don't you just bless instead of talking bad about that person? Or, hindi mo nga pinapansin kasi ayaw mo. Why don't you just pray and bless that person? We do not enable people in their sin because sin is a hard issue. These are certain things that we need to understand as we journey together as a church community. Walang iwanan to mga we're here together for a purpose, not just to hang out together, but to serve one another in our journey with God. 
This has been the Victory Santarasa podcast. To see more church updates, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Victory Santarasa.